The Elevation Motivation Podcast with your host, Kristen Van Tilburg. Join Kristen as she helps you to bring more of God into your business and into your life. Learn from Kristen and her guests as they share stories about their decisions to open their hearts to the perspective of the Holy Spirit. Allowing the Holy Spirit to deepen His presence in your everyday situations will positively impact your ability to serve the kingdom of God in everything you do. Now, here is your host, Kristen Van Tilburg. Hello, friends. This is Kristen Van Tilburg, and I'm so excited to be with you today. We have an amazing topic for conversation because we are making war on anxiety. So for all of those people who are being sabotaged by the aspect of themselves that's hypervigilant, Today is a day that's really important for you to be with us. And if you have friends who might be having problems like that, if you know they're hypervigilant, if you know they're suffering from high anxiety, please share this podcast with them because I know, I know that we will be able to name some of the characteristics of this saboteur that will be helpful to them in terms of letting the Holy Spirit come in and really disrupt this whole patterned this whole neural pathway of anxiety that's that's over influencing the way that you're seeing life right now. So let's get right into it. I had a client who was a hypervigilant person and she is a very successful business owner. She has a very successful business. She's been in business a long time, but she's paid a pretty high price for that over the years because instead of being able to run her business in an atmosphere of trusting the Holy Spirit, being motivated and elevated in her motivation by her relationship with the Holy Spirit, she has been managing her business out of anxiety. That's caused a big toll, taken a big toll on her health. And so I want to use uh, her example today to help you to see how this may be impacting you and your business and um, give you some hope about that how the Holy Spirit can really make a difference for you. So the, the first thing is that hypervigilant people are experiencing constant anxiety. You know, everybody has a worry here or there about a situation that's out of control and, we, and you don't know what to do about it. That's not hypervigilance. Hypervigilance is a condition where your nervous system is always scanning the horizon for danger, always focusing on what you don't want to happen, always having an expectation that things are gonna go wrong, always having a fear about what tomorrow's gonna bring, what the unknown might bring. So that's a hypervigilant attitude. And this fear about what could go wrong um, you know, doctors, psychologists have done studies with people that are anxious, and the, the results are pretty consistent that 80 to 90% of all the things that anybody worries about, hypervigilant people or, or normal people, not 80 to 90% of the things that we worry about never happen. So why is it that we are so convinced that this propensity to worry about things, to to feel anxious about things, safeguards us or protects us. And a lot of people think that. You may think that if you, if you've, you might feel that 
anyone that you know that doesn't worry very much that maybe they're not being very responsible. They're not taking life seriously enough. That's what the hypervigilant thinks. And so uh, there's, there's just a real underlying feeling of self-doubt that, that I cannot be trusted to do the right thing at the right time. And so I need to constantly be thinking about what I don't want and trying to avoid that. This was the way that I was raised. So I have quite a bit of understanding about why a person could grow up thinking like that because if my dad had his way, I would still be, I would still be thinking about that. And my father was a very, very anxious person. He had a lot of fear, even though he was a Christian pastor, he had a lot of fear motivating him. His, his motivation came a lot from fear and much less from love. That's not what the Holy Spirit wants for us, friends. The Holy Spirit wants us to be motivated by love. That's the whole premise of elevation. Motivation is that when we shift our motivation from fear to love, we deepen our relationship with the Holy Spirit and we have the best life experience that's possible for us. Doesn't mean that we won't have our challenges or difficulties. It means that we will meet anything that life throws at us with this relationship with God, knowing that if, it, if this challenge hits us in an area where we're weak, no worries, God's got our back. God's got us covered. Resources, support, what we need in those moments will come to us, especially when we expect them to, especially when we're being vigilant for the love, for the support, for the resources. When we're vigilant about what could go wrong and focused on what could go wrong, guess what happens? We see a lot more of what could go wrong. That's just the way that the brain is wired up. Whatever we focus on expands. If you ask yourself, uh, you, you, can, you can try this little test out, just shut your eyes and ask yourself, what is red? in the room that I'm in. Just ask yourself to remember everything that's red in the room that you're in. Now open your eyes and look around. How much red did you actually remember? Now figure out, look and see where is the red? And then cl close your eyes and ask yourself that question again, where's the red in the room? When you have focused on the red, well, you could say, well, there's, there's this piece and there's that piece and there's this and there's that. Well, when you've been looking for red, you see it, right? When you wouldn't have any awareness about the red in the room, you may or may not have remembered anything red in your room. So that's the power of focus. And that's why, why hypervigilance is such a dangerous pattern to live in, because you are constantly asking your mind to look for what you don't want as a way to avoid it thinking that this is your way of being responsible. And believe me, friends, it's not working for you. Uh, suspicion. Suspicion is another aspect of being hypervigilant. There's always this mistrust, not only of yourself, but other people. Many people who are hypervigilant as their, their strongest saboteur is hypervigilant have been, grown up in an abusive environment where you never knew when the next punishing thing would happen to you. So there was a need as a child to always just be looking at the adults in, the, in your environment for clues about when are they gonna be mad at you? When is that 
smack going to come? When is that punishment going to come? When is somebody going to yell at you for, for doing nothing at all? Something that was fine five minutes ago when in the right environment with, the, with some of the crazy parents that many of us have had. We don't uh, know. We didn't know as children where, where would the next slap come from? So it was a survival mechanism for us to constantly be on our guard. But as an adult, you don't have to live that way. And if you can learn to recognize this hypervigilance in yourself, you will be able to shift. We will talk more about this in coming podcasts about making the shift from fear to love. When you activate the love receiving love receptor mechanisms in your brain, the Holy Spirit can move through you, can strengthen you, can shift and expand your perspective so that you can see how even in this challenging situation that good is going to come of it, that possibilities are going to arise from it, that the presence of the Holy Spirit will empower you to sail through it in the, in the most empowered way that there is. Uh, Another way that hypervigilant people are is that they, they form very strict habits. They look for procedures. They look for rules. They look for structure to build safety into their environment that's outside of themselves, that's outside of their relationship with the Holy Spirit. So again, you can see if you're depending on the rules to keep you safe, like I know that nobody is going to run this red light. So one minute the, the light turns green, I'm going to charge into the intersection. If you, if you live with that kind of a rule, you may charge into the intersection when the light's green and it's your turn to go, when somebody else has decided to run that red light. The Holy Spirit approach to this intersection problem that you actually pause and look both ways before you move forward on green just because so many people do run red lights these days do you see what i mean but there is a hyper vigilant approach where you're always expecting um, some people that are hyper vigilant feel like they can't drive at all because it's too scary for them to um, operate a vehicle there they feel too out of control because of other drivers on the road so that's what I mean about coming into a deeper relationship with the Holy Spirit so that you can begin to build trust into your orientation to life, not to be reckless. No, you want to always be listening to the Holy Spirit's guidance within. And that still small voice may say, oh, don't pull out into this intersection right now. And you're like, hmm, wonder why I heard that. And then boom, somebody runs a red light. So that's how this deepening of the relationship with the Holy Spirit will offer you the greatest amount of protection and safety that we have as human beings. Uh, the kinds of thoughts that hypervigilant people think are, you know, oh, I don't like it. Things have been going good. What, what bad is going to happen to me? Or um, if I make a mistake, Will somebody jump down my throat? What happens if this isn't perfect? This feeling of perfectionism often comes for hypervigilant people. It's, it has to be better. I have to make this better. It's not good enough yet. I, I can't trust that this is good enough. I have to, I can't, I can't finish a thing. I, I, I can't finish it because it needs to be better. It needs to be better. It needs to be better. And so this feeling of anxiety and this 
focus on what isn't right, what isn't good enough, what isn't safe, what isn't certain, really begins to erode the quality of your life experience. And you begin to live into, into this very narrow little box where you can kind of control things. I mean, in the worst possible scenarios, hypervigilant people are not really, they can end up housebound. And that's because their thoughts are thinking it's too dangerous to go outside. I had a client one time that was so hypervigilant that he wouldn't even, his mailbox was in a communal location down the block from where he lived. He wouldn't even walk down to the mailbox to pick up his mail at the worst of his, his situation. And as we were able to work together and for him to begin to recognize those thoughts and say to himself, for heaven's sake, you know, I'm just gonna walk down the block to the mailbox. Get real, brain. Stop telling me it's dangerous to walk down the block. What are the chances of anything happening to me? Yeah, there is a small, you know, something meteor could fall out of the sky, but that's a one in a zillion chance. It's 99.999% of the time you can walk safely to the mailbox and back. And if you're letting your brain feed you thoughts that tell you that you're not safe, that's when your world begins to get very, very small. Uh, other thoughts, I wanna trust people, but I can't because who knows what their motivation is. I need to know what the rules are. That's the only way for me to be safe is to follow the rules and everybody else needs to follow the rules and anybody that breaks the rules, I don't wanna be around somebody like that. Those are the kinds of thoughts that hypervigilant people think. Now the feelings of hypervigilant people, there's very high anxiety. There's a lot of cynicism because there's no trust for self. There's no trust for other people. There's no trust for life. There's this feeling that nothing is, can ever work out for me. Um, and then this need to always be scanning the horizon for dangers. This is the vigilance part this feeling that there's no possibility to just relax and move forward into life. There's this constant need to be patrolling and looking for danger. So some of the lies that hypervigilant people tell themselves is life is full of danger. Well, I mean, in a way, I suppose you could say that's true, but again, it's a matter of what is your focus because life is also full of safety. Billions and billions of people survive life every single day. The number of people who died versus the number of people who survive any particular day, almost everybody survives. Only a small percentage of people don't survive during a day. And if you, if you, can't, if you do survive day after day after day, then doesn't that begin to tell you that there's some amount of safety that's inherent in life, right? And, and so, Again, this is an opportunity to move into such a deep relationship with the Holy Spirit that the fear factor goes way down and the trust factor goes way up. I trust that God is for me, that God will never leave me, that God will never forsake me, that if I'm open to the experience of the still small voice, I will hear God's guidance as he helps me to move through life. So the impact on yourself and on other people is, is so devastating. I mean, if we talk about hypervigilance in its, in its boldest 100% expression, those people do not really live. 
they are in such a prison of fear that their experience of joy, their experience of love, their experience of safety, of patience, of goodness, of kindness, of faithfulness, all, all the fruits of the spirit are very limited when somebody is totally hypervigilant. So again, the point is to just learn to pick out that part of yourself and name it for what it is. And then we will talk more in other episodes about how you take that awareness and right there in that moment say, I'm choosing to trust. I'm choosing to open to my heart, to the relationship I have with God. I'm choosing to hear that still small voice of God right here and right now and know that that is my source of safety in this world. So I wanna wrap this up today. I don't wanna keep anybody too long. I just thank you for being here. I hope you can use these tips to identify these, this voice in your head that might be hypervigilant and then to keep tuning in as our, as our podcast continues and we will be discussing more and more how it is that you can allow the Holy Spirit to help you shift from a fear orientation into a love orientation. Okay, so I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for being here today. Bye for now. You have been listening to the Elevation Motivation Podcast with Kristen Van Tilburg. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you will be notified every time we publish a new episode. Visit us on Apple Podcasts to leave a rating and review. Your feedback will help us to spread this positive message. Join us next time as we learn from Kristen and her guests how to positively impact your life and business by opening to the perspective of the Holy Spirit. Visit our website at elevationmotivation.com. Download the free resources available for you there, which are designed to help you grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. That website address again is elevationmotivation.com.